Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Neil Cannon will join us to discuss the Vitality Code. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world famous question a week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science Show. Well, what if it was possible to reverse engineer illness to take back most of your health? Joining us today to discuss this issue is Mr. Neil Cannon. Mr. Cannon penned a new book detailing many of these issues, The Vitality Code, Reverse Engineer Illness, Become Radically Resilient, and Take Your Power Back. Mr. Cannon, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Thank you so much for the introduction and for inviting me onto your show. It's an honor to be here. Thank you, Charles. Well, fascinating book. You talk a lot about science that's coming out, regular health. And I'm curious how you became interested in the topic and decided to write this book. Yeah, everyone I know who works in holistic health has their own story of healing. And I am one of those people. And I actually wrote a book back in 2015 called The Vitality Secret. The current one is called The Vitality Code. And I was originally inspired to write The Vitality Secret because I witnessed my father suffer a stroke. And I had this kind of intuitive knowing that his stroke was avoidable. And I went on a bit of a research quest. I'd already written a book previously to that, actually. And I kept on seeing this word inflammation everywhere, chronic inflammation as being the underlying cause of everything. So I went on a bit of a research quest to prove in a way that his stroke was avoidable. And that's what I found out. And I accidentally discovered the underlying cause of the eczema I'd had all my life for three decades. And within a reasonable space of time, I managed to reverse my eczema. And since 2015, I've been helping other people reverse all kinds of chronic inflammatory health conditions by using very, very similar principles. So the current book, The Vitality Code, looks at the four pillars of vitality. That's what I call them, the physical, mental, emotional, and energetic. They're one that we're more naturally drawn to in terms of thinking of their health? Absolutely. The physical pillar is the easiest to explain and the most tangible for most people. Although um, some people won't really need to pay too much attention to that. Some people will have their diet and exercise completely dialed in and we'll look into another pillar when I work one-on-one. But for the most part, people start with the physical, which is diet, it's exercise, it's understanding exposure to environmental toxins or potentially toxins within the body that they weren't aware of that might be triggering an inflammatory response. So we normally start with physical. It is definitely the most tangible for most people. And then moving on to the other pillars, how they all fit together. Yeah, absolutely. So the mental one is really psychology and understanding how our thoughts and our beliefs pave the way for either sickness or vitality. Most people have heard of the placebo effect. This is when we can take an inert substance, thinking it's a drug that's going to get rid of symptom X. And through the sheer power of thought, the sheer power of belief, really a belief is no more than a thought that we continue to think. We can heal the body. 
And that's by this remarkable process that happens in the body, which is almost like we have our own pharmacy of chemicals that we can secrete depending on the thoughts that we think. So that's the placebo effect. And then the nocebo effect is that in reverse. So if we can think ourselves healthy, we can also think ourselves sick by thinking the same, not very useful thoughts, put it that way. So that's the mental piece, really gearing up this, the psychology of healing, getting committed to healing your own body, understanding that it's possible, and really understanding the power of our thoughts and our beliefs to make us sick or vital. So a very, very powerful piece. The emotional one is really regarding our emotions, as you might guess, how our emotions play a pivotal role in our health and our vitality. And we also look into releasing trapped emotions and trauma, which is a massive topic these days, not even these days, it's been for many, many years. But people are really starting to understand the impact of their emotions, their trapped emotions on their health. So we look into different ways of releasing this trapped emotion or this trauma. There's many ways of doing it. And my preferred choice is with somatic release. So we don't have to go and do years worth of talk therapy. We can just release it very, very quickly. So emotions, you know, most people understand how stress can make us sick. It's often claimed that about 90% of illnesses are down to stress. So I look at and present in this book ways to alleviate stress reframe current perceptions of our world around us by changing one's perception of their world and how we react to life's events. Another really pivotal pillar. And then the final one is when things get really exciting and that's the energetics. And I bring in, well, a lot of quantum physics, not a lot of quantum physics, but principles of quantum physics and neuroscience to understand this world of energy that we are in and a part of trying to stick scientifically as possible, I bring in various teachers and who have a wonderful way of explaining consciousness and its effect on our cells and our genes and our health and our vitality. So that's where it becomes a little less scientific, but quantum physics certainly has some principles we can adopt and use to achieve incredible results. And I feature results that people are getting and also people are getting with other teachers reversing all kinds of irreversible illnesses, quote unquote, irreversible illnesses through thought alone. So that's a very, very interesting and empowering pillar of the four. Are you familiar with the science of epigenetics? It's really, epi refers to above, it kind of means above the gene. So epigenetics means the environment above the gene, or it refers to. So we now know that the genes themselves aren't responsible for illness. Or, or wellness, it's the environment in the body that is responsible for our health or otherwise. So the environment signals our genes, which then determines the health of our cells. And this is true for more than 95% of the population, which I think is amazing. It puts us back into the driving seat, understanding that if we can create an environment in our body conducive to healing, we can signal new genes in new ways and create healing in our body that we didn't really understand was possible before because we used to think if we had a genetic predisposition to get, say, a cancer or a you know, heart disease because of our parents, we used to think that would almost pave the way for the same result for us. But with the science of epigenetics, we know that we have the power to influence the environment in our body and influence our gene expression by the environment that we keep. And many things affect the environment, of course. 
There's certainly been a lot of work, for example, on DNA methylation patterns that are a result of changes to the environment and how that affects how certain genes are turned off and turned on and can be an indicator of biological age rather than your age on the clock, so to speak. Absolutely. Yes. Talking the same language. I often use the example, one of the main determining factors of our environment is how we perceive our world around us. The more that I, I kind of get an understanding of this, just so incredible, is how we react to our world around us that actually determines the environments in our body more so than almost anything. And I like to give the example of a traffic jam. We could be late for work and two people in exactly the same external circumstance can react entirely differently. One person might find themselves in the same queue of traffic, late for work, and they'll call ahead and make sure you know their boss is aware they're going to be late, and then they'll relax and listen to music or a podcast or maybe the Vitality Secret podcast, or just relax in that time and just use that time constructively. Another person might get the same news and start swearing and weaving in and out of traffic and shouting and causing road rage. And we know what happens with those who react in such a way. They're highly strung and you can virtually see the veins popping out of their neck and face and forehead. You know, I kind of laugh, but it's it's a real thing. This is a reaction to an external environment in a way that really sabotages one's health. So if we can train ourselves to react in as neutral a way as possible, and by the way, that often involves some quote-unquote personal work, releasing trauma, which is often why we are reactive. But if we can react to the world in a, as neutral a way as possible, it actually goes a long way for our health and our vitality. Part of this requires that one become a little more in tune to what our body tells us about our own health. Definitely, definitely. You know, the, the body is this beautiful, incredible, intelligent machine that communicates with us if something's out of balance. And it does this by way of presenting a symptom to us or some kind of pain. And the more that we can understand that this is a communication, it's a, the body's intelligence talking to us rather than just go and do the old fashioned thing, should we say, and go to the, go and get a drug for it. You know, that's kind of masking the symptoms rather than actually understanding the body saying, hey, Neil, you're out of balance. You know, 30 years worth of eczema was telling me that my body was out of balance and I used to think it was a genetic disease but if I get eczema now I'm thinking you know I can't say it's cured because it can always come back if there's a level of imbalance it's my weakest link if you like but it's for the most part it's gone and if it comes back I can say right why why is this back what have I done to my body what where's this toxicity come from and that's kind of how I go about you know understanding my own body and how I help my clients do the same thing as well What's been the most surprising thing in terms of putting together the Vitality Code? Ah, interesting question. Put me on the spot. <laughs> the first thing that comes to me is how we don't know this stuff. You know, there's, I don't believe the body was designed to be complicated. But when we simplify health, we really simplify it. Things can be so much easier to reverse. And I guess what surprised me the most is, without going too into it, but it's almost like we've been misled. And it's almost like things have been overcomplicated instead of simplified. And we've been disempowered around our health rather than empowered around our health, almost into a victim state where we, we have no option but to seek whatever to help us live. So one of the surprising things was really going into the history of all of this and revealing where it all happened.
probably not a conversation for now, but that was probably one of the biggest things that, one of my biggest aha moments, huge. <laughs> well, I mean, in that respect, dealing with your own clients, do you find it sometimes tough to make it a little simpler for them dealing with their own vitality? I do, yeah. I mean, depending on how much they want to know. When I work one-on-one with clients, it's obviously a very, very tailored approach. And I tend to attract people who are on the same page and they don't need too much convincing. A lot of people these days understand that drugs really, while they're amazing in emergencies, obviously, and they can, they're, they're life-saving, when it comes to wellness, most people understand that they're just masking symptoms. And when I, when people come to me, they kind of go, right, I've, I'm fed up with these now. Oh, by the way, I'm not a doctor. I want to be clear about that. So I always working alongside their doctor as their health coach, their partner in health, health mentor, but understanding that they can get to the cause. They can get to the, the reason why they have the symptom rather than just put that Band-Aid on, which just, it might appear to be working, but it's ignoring entirely the root cause. And then the root cause can just worsen over time. And it gets, it's unnoticed because the symptoms have been masked. I like to use the analogy of the car dashboard. If the warning lights in the car dashboard are flashing, let's say the oil light has come on. If we were to just get a hammer and smash it, that's not useful. That's not getting to the cause. Or a less silly example might be you take the car to an electrician and have the the light rewired instead of going to the mechanic to get an oil change. So the more that we understand that um, symptoms are messengers and they're not necessarily an invitation to take drugs, I think that's a very empowering thing. And it means we can get to the cause. We can do all kinds of tests to find out where the body is toxic and if there's anything foreign in the body that isn't in alignment with the nature codes, for example, that's why I talk about reverse engineering and seeing where the problem has arisen from. Do you find that there are any common features that come up repeatedly when you see a lot of clients? Yes. I mean, where my focus used to be very, very nutrition focused, like, you know, understanding anti-inflammatory diets, I would, I would see that a lot of people could definitely ease their symptoms by changing to an anti-inflammatory diet, whatever that is for them. General rule of thumb is one eliminates gluten, dairy and sugar. A lot of symptoms can go away. But I wouldn't say that is a root cause. That is like a, a way of balancing the body. The root cause normally goes back to trauma. We've all sustained all kinds of levels of trauma going through life, some worse, far worse than others. And if we understand that this you know, psoas muscles, it could be responsible for back pain or lower back pain or joint pain, etc. It can be anywhere. So another way of reverse engineering illness is saying, why is there not enough power getting to that organ? And what we've normally find, the commonality, going back to your question, is it's normally trauma that is the cause of chronic illness, unless there's some obvious toxin that you're exposed to. You know, we know that asbestos, for example, is a carcinogen, or you might be living by a chemical plant or some things, external toxins, or there might be an infected root canal or mercury in the mouth dropping the bridge to the body or to the organs. So in answer to your question, it normally goes back to some form of trauma, and there's often several, and or a level of toxicity which hasn't been accounted for. Mold is a big one, for example, in neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. If well, unfortunately, we are running slightly out of time. Maybe to close, if you have any final words for people picking up the Vitality Code. 
Yeah, I think I'll just quote one of my favorite quotes. Your body's ability to heal is greater than you've ever been allowed to believe. Our bodies are self-healing machines. We are constantly regenerating cells and we have so much power to influence our own bodies. And uh, that's, that's the power I'd like to give to people when they pick up the Vitality Code. We were just talking with Mr. Neil Cannon, the new book, The Vitality Code, Reverse Engineer Illness, Become Radically Resilient, and Take Your Power Back. Mr. Cannon, thanks so much for joining us today on the Grox Science Show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.